Okay, perfect. The recording has started. <coughs> we have a quorum present, and the meeting will come to order at 7.01. Um, would you honor us with roll call? Yes, of course. <coughs> uh, Chair Borja is excused tonight. Vice Chair Fry. Here. Commissioner Bailey. Here. Uh, Commissioner Cardenas Duncan is also excused tonight. Uh, Commissioner Lem? Here. Commissioner Auberg? Here. Commissioner Reed? Here. All right. Back to you. Thank you. Um, has everyone had a chance to review the agenda for this evening? Yes. Could I get a motion to approve this agenda? So yes. move. The last agenda. Second. Second. Oh, Thank agenda. you. Yeah. Uh, do you need a roll call on that? I can do a roll call. Okay. Um, Vice Chair Fry? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Commissioner Bailey? Yes. Commissioner Lum? Aye. Commissioner Auberg? Aye. Commissioner Reed? Aye. So moving right along, um, we have the approval of minutes from October 25th, which should be in the packet that everyone was given. Does anyone... Uh, well, people can have a minute or two to look over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Motion to approve minutes. I second. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Commissioner Auberg motions. Commissioner Bailey seconds. I only repeat it for the recording. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. And do we need to roll call on this one? It's we do. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. It fills up time. Uh, Chair Fry. Uh, I'm yes. sorry, Vice Chair Fry. Yes. Uh, Commissioner Bailey. Uh, aye. Commissioner Lum. Aye. Commissioner Auberg. Aye. Commissioner Reed. Aye. All right. Motion is approved. And at this point, we move to number four, public comments. Do we have any public comments? And no e-comments either. No e-comments, and I don't see anyone here to make a comment. Do we have correspondence, item five? No correspondence tonight. Thank you. And number six is the oral report of the secretary. Thank you very much. Um, so I will give an update on the winter shelter and I'm more of the administrative side of it, but because I know we have our ch vice chair who's in the field, I'll also ask you to uh, update the commission if you don't mind. Certainly. Thank you. Uh, so <clears throat> the, the winter shelter did open in November, as I had mentioned in our last meeting. I know last one was in October, because it's so long ago now. Um, and we are currently working with Housing Consortium of the East Bay, that's the operator that's working out of First United Methodist Church. Uh, we are looking to expand the parameters to open the shelter. Currently, uh, there has to be a forecast in the weather of 50% uh, chance of rain or greater or uh, below 40 degrees to open up the shelter. We are looking at increasing the funding significantly for housing consortium of the East Bay to change those parameters so that it would open more often. Um, those are still being negotiated between us and the partner. Um, and then 
yeah, if you could share about what's going on in the field, that'd be lovely. Um, we need to get more people into the shelter. We have um, a sort of low turnout, but it it's a service that tends to grow on itself in prior years it has. The cooks are pretty well lined up. We still have some open slots. I think there's probably two Tuesdays through the end of the season in at the end of April that are open. If anybody knows anyone that wants to cook a meal or two, we also have a lot of open slots on Mondays and a couple, I think, on Sundays. Um, but everything else is covered. Tuesdays, the shelter is open from noon to 8 currently, uh, every Tuesday to keep in touch with the people. And then it opens on weather-dependent um, uh, forecasting. The decisions are currently made on Fridays and we notify people, we notify the cooks a week ahead of time if it opens on an emergency basis. I've been doing the cooking and getting the food and um, we've had two emergency openings that I know of. That was, I get my weeks confused, but it was two weeks ago when it was raining. And uh, it's, you know, it's got growing pains, but we're working on it. Can yeah. we ask a question? So there's no set days? No set days. There, every Tuesday. Okay, every Tuesday. But every on Tuesday. Friday, you call from your homeless camp under the BART tracks to find out if it's going to be open the following week. At whatever days it's going to be open. And what, what, but what, we what, also, I issue what I've been calling a weekly reader that calls the cooks to say, you know, we're closed on Monday and Tuesday, but Wednesday Joe Smith is cooking and Thursday we're going to be open and Fred is cooking. And that goes out not just to all the cooks, but it goes out to all of the partners. There's a whole notification list that goes out to that includes Housing Consortium at the East Bay, the city, the church, um, all of the outreach agencies, Building Futures, um, Melissa Moore, Kathy Ralph, all of the partners who are on the street and actually seeing people in the encampments. It goes to our folks at April Showers. It goes to Morgan Mac Rose, who is uh, taking care of downtown San Leandro and supervising the um, safety ambassadors and the other ambassadors. We've sent her um, four, four part, the, the little quarter page uh, flyers that say what the phone number is to call. Also at April showers, this past uh, time we were open, the first Sunday in December, we finally had somebody from the old Obama phone program, the free cell phones. And if you are homeless, you can come and get a cell phone. Um, I know people currently charge them, not just at April showers and at the warming shelter, but at the library, some at the senior center, uh, some just find little plugs here and there around City Hall and plug in. So there, there, the number is there. It is being updated regularly. 
including updating for emergency openings. Okay, but what day they did, how do they determine if it's going to be open? It was always open Tuesday. Okay, I got that. But let's say it's not going to rain Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but it might rain Friday and Saturday. So it's only going to be open on that Friday and Saturday? Yes. So you call a week in advance to find out if it's going to be open the following Friday? Yep. Okay. And anyway, I can get on that email list to uh, you know, people that... Sure. Uh, how do you get on that list? You put me on there? Or? I'll put you on there. Okay. I have a list. Yeah. <laughs> and I checked it twice. <laughs> Does anyone else want to be on the list? It's, it's a lot of... Uh, I mean, I'm happy to put you on the list and send it out to you. And if you look at it and say... I don't need this coming to me every week. I can also take you off the Yeah, list. we deliver a lot of stuff to the homeless folks out uh, there. So. Yes, okay. So, any other questions about the operations? There's 25 cots. Um, we have food, we have coffee. We always have, uh, from the pantry, usually bring down um, instant oatmeal, dry cereal, uh, Toast and bread for toast, sweet rolls, um, orange juice or some other kind of juice and milk. So there's something there to eat. I always keep a couple of bowls of uh, tangerines in the fridge so people can grab some tangerines either after dinner instead of cookies or to put in their pocket when they leave, whatever they want to do. So how many, how many people have been coming? Uh, our highest census was five. And okay. we're set for 25. Right. I do, I'm, you know, I think that if we start getting into atmospheric rivers, we're going to find some more <laughs> Next people week. coming up. And historically, 25 is the average when it had opened. Yes. Uh, well, we would start off at like 12, mm -hmm. and then as, as we moved into the real right. winter, and truthfully, there were a couple of years where we had real, real cold snaps. And it went down into the upper 20s and lower 30s. So anybody staying in a van or a car or a motorhome that did not have a source of heat was sleeping in a, an icebox. Yeah. And we ended up a few nights with 42. You know what? The more the merrier. Grab a piece of floor. We have... Mats. You, if you if we run out of cots, it's always going to be warm, and there'll be something to sleep on. Is it for families as well, or no? Just it is adults. for singles, adults, and if they're. I mean, as far as I've seen, this city has been very clear about keeping children out of the encampments and getting them hooked up with services. I know that there are quite a few homeless children, especially mm -hmm. under the definition, the federal definition of homeless, but we don't see them on the street here. Um, many, many times they're bundled up with other people, three or four to a, an apartment, or there are people that live in trailers or um, campers in the back, you know, backyard of places. Um, but the shelters are very, we've got a couple of shelters in San Leandro that will help women and children. Building futures. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. 
Uh, go ahead. We've made that a long conversation, yeah, but no, I'm still. That's it. Okay. All right. I have an update from the manager on age-friendly action assessment. So the city of San Leandro continues its efforts to embrace the future by becoming an age-friendly city. The city has recently taken important steps in this direction by bringing on board a qualified age-friendly assessment and action plan consultant uh, named Pear Street. Pear Street Consulting was selected via a competitive bid process. As some of you may recall, Chair Borja participated in the application and interview process along with a senior commissioner and human services department staff. Uh, that was Pedro. Since coming on board on November 1st, a consultant has kicked off the planning process by meeting with staff, senior commissioners, and other key stakeholders. As part of the community participa participatory process, Pear Street will be conducting a series of listening sessions and topic-specific surveys throughout spring 2024 to gather broad, in-depth in -depth community input. <coughs> the final product is an actionable five-year plan. Staff looks forward to keeping everyone engaged and informed throughout this process. A second important step in this process occurred during the November 20th City Council meeting when the City Council issued an age-friendly proclamation. A group comprised of people of different ages with representation from the Senior Human Services and Youth Commission commissions were present to accept a proclamation. Me and Mo. Yes. <laughs> We had, that was awesome though, because I've asked for representation on proclamations in the past and it's crickets. And all of a sudden I had three people, I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> so that was, thank you for doing that. <clears throat> if there's further questions, I'm not involved in a specific project, but I can take them back to my department and then connect you with that staff if you have anything for me. So is this assessment going to be in language? To address the people ask. that are, you know, that don't speak English. Um, I'll shoot uh, Peter an email on that. Anything else for anyone? Okay. Should I continue? Should I continue? Yes. Okay. Please continue. Right. I, I'm sorry. That's okay. Just making sure. Um, point in time count. This is what's big on my radar right now because it's next month already. Um, we are meeting weekly now with the consultant that the county hired to work with cities. Um, everyone here should have gotten an email from me to, uh, to get that. Basically, it's the information to register to help out if you're interested in volunteering. Did that, yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw. Thank yeah. you for doing that. And thank you for noting down San Leandro, because if you don't put San Leandro, then you don't come into my bucket where I could assign you to different teams. And I want to capture as many volunteers for San Leandro as possible. Yeah. Um, so a, a big change this time around um, in the methodology is that historically when we do the point in time count it's an observational account and so you go out with your team and you see a tent you write it down i mean we did used to write it now now there was an app okay a tent rv yeah. you know oh i see two people What's right um actually i'll send it to you i have a whole I guide have, um, it. oh yeah. counting us and so counting us counting us yeah, yeah. That's yeah oh you have it yeah you yeah. have it right there so now this time around, um, HUD has put out um, 
a request that we conduct surveys of everyone who we come across. This is very different because in the past it's just observational, uh, especially when it's five in the morning and, you know, we're now asking folks to answer questions at, you know, early, earlier in the morning. So obviously there's a lot of pushback <laughs> on this. Um, however, uh, I have heard that no, having the answers to the questions from this survey can make a big difference to the policy that the city can present moving forward. <laughs> and so I have to, we have to move forward with that. Um, <laughs> you mean more money? <laughs> I, hey, I'm not sure, you know. Um, are the questions related to, sorry, can I ask a question? Are oh, the yeah, questions sure, related, ahead. are the survey related to like demographics or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if so it's not necessarily personal questions about health or well, how, there, how, you how you became homeless. Or, there, <laughs> from, there's up to, if someone were to answer all of the questions, uh -huh. it's not required for you to answer all of the questions. But if someone were to answer all of the questions, there's 39. Oh, wow. Yes. There's how many? Yes. Yeah. Each person? <laughs> <laughs> so the completion rate is not wow. going to be very high, I predict. So, well, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> um, and it because, like, say your youth, then it opens like another category. So I, I mean, like, you really have to fall into several categories for it to get to the thirty-nine. Mm -hmm. Okay. The main questions is like five. Okay. And then if you say yes, and you know, there's, and it, it could lead to more. to more questions. And okay. we can capture as much as becomes available, right? Mm -hmm. If they choose to only answer one out of the five questions, that's okay. It still counts. We can still, put, we'll, we'll still use that in the data. Um, I can remember two of the questions off the top of my head at this moment. One of them was, do you recall the last address you had when you became homeless? something along those lines or how and how long it's been and then the other one was have you um been able to see uh seek medical attention within the last year so there we try to make sure that they're not too invasive while still collecting the data that we need okay are people saying no to that do we need to have more medical street teams because there's no access to that so <laughs> it's a fine <laughs> thank you <laughs> It's a fine line with the questions, right? And it's harder now for me to get volunteers, too. Um, I have my my usual volunteers that I was like, oh, well, you know, we're familiar with this, same census tracts, but I'm now experiencing a harder time getting folks comfortable with this idea. Um, the good thing is we've informed our core uh, stakeholders um, to start getting the word out now, like, hey, on, oh, by the way, I don't think I've shared this. It's January 25th. Oh, it was on the link, but just in case. It's on January 25th. It's a Thursday between 5 a.m. and 10 a.m. Um, start getting the word out now so that it's not a total surprise when we get to your encampment or wherever you're staying at that time and say, hey, it's us. We're here. You know, <laughs> it's dark um, hopefully you're anticipating. Yeah, yeah. It is very dark. But if we go out early, it's a better chance of not duplicating Folks will be there, not out and about. Um, and we know that this is a big ask. 
So we are prepared to come with incentives to for folks to answer the uh, survey. Um, the county is putting together uh, gift cards, cash gift cards, um, and then we as a city are looking how we can supplement socks, hand warmers, food, something that they can immediately use. Um, so that will help. Hopefully, pe people will want to answer the questions because we really could use the data. And if they choose not to, we will still do an observational count anyway because as I've mentioned in the past, or if I haven't, now I will, um, the pit number, the point in time count, total number of unsheltered and sheltered folks for San Leandro directly correlates to the amount of funding that we get when funding gets distributed by the county which then turns into programs for the in-house. So it's incredibly important that we have this, uh, that we have an accurate count. Um, folks with lived experience are also being asked if they would like to a volunteer, but they will be compensated. They get um, $25 an hour. It's a $100 flat rate because it's about four, to four hours to complete. Um, <clears throat> that's a, the duration, uh, expected duration of time that you will be asked to work for or assist with. Um, and I'm trying to think of, there's been a lot of information lately, so I'm trying to make sure I think of everything. We'll be meeting at the San Leandro Senior Center. Um, that's where our deployment center will be. I will be there tracking the information as it comes in. I actually count every year, but because of the new methodology, they're asking me to stay behind and track the data that's coming in. Like, so we'll have numbers live. Normally we have to wait months. Um, so this is pretty cool, this new way of doing it. And so we'll be able to see some raw numbers right away. And then once the information gets ex extrapolated, because there's some folks who won't, and reasonably so, won't open their RV at five in the morning. That's understandable. So we won't know exactly how many people might have been in that tent or that RV, et cetera. Um, training will happen in January. I still need to get the training. This is a new app for me also. Um, I've been working on inputting what's called known locations. So I have a history of... Um, locations where encampments have been in the past, and it's very likely that an encampment would return to that area. There's a reason why the encampment was there to begin with. And so the county is asking the city and local stakeholders, organizations, nonprofits that work on this, um, to do this type of work to input known locations um, to help volunteers know where to go and look. Yes, please. Oh. Doesn't Building uh, uh, Futures go out every week and deliver food to all the homeless camps? Uh, they homeless do outreach. They do, we do have a contract with Building Futures. Right. So, yeah, I have actually met with them. Okay. And they're they to, should have a pretty good handle of where everybody's at. Uh, I've asked them to help me input the known locations yeah. also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. No, I mean, as much as I could put in in advance yeah. is will oh, help sure. because it also the amount of known locations um, help the county distribute volunteers that sign up for general. Mm -hmm. And so the, mo the more I put in, the more helpful it could be. And also for when the incentives are distributed by the county, I need to make sure mm -hmm. I'm asking for enough, right? Mm -hmm. 
counting us because everybody counts. Yeah, that's that's the application. But uh, yeah, if you um, if you're interested in signing up and want to talk further, reach out to me. I'm all into pit right now, trying to just get ready before next month. Um, oh yes, question. Um, I mean, since we're engaging with them this year, is there a plan to distribute like a flyer with resources to them? Yeah, or actually, maybe you've already done that in the past, but. Yeah, so, well, some of our teams have because yeah. some of our teams were um, building futures, okay. outreach workers, um, right. and uh, April showers has gone out. And so this is now that we're hand, now that we're specifically going out and handing incentives out, it's different because in the past you weren't really engaging folks, right? right? So not much was being handed out. And so now we're looking at what our options are, but mm -hmm. a resource card has already brought up that should okay. be included in the in whatever yeah. is being handed out. The current people doing um, outreach in San Leandro are the Building Futures teams in Traversio Vasquez and East Bay Homebridge Connect, although they also bleed over into Ashland, Cherryland, and Castro Valley. So they do some work in San Leandro. Yes, and so we've met, uh, we've met with them with the three organizations that Mo just mentioned, um, and some other partners too to let them know like this is what's happening. I'm asking if you could put a team together. There are 18 census tracts in San Leandro, and so ideally I want 18 teams. Um, I don't think I ever had that much before because there are some census tracts that don't need a team. <coughs> Um, there are some that are very densely populated and some that we know there might be one. And so we focus on the hot spots, as that's what we call them. So we are very strategic about how we place the teams. And um, the police department has helped us in the past also because they are they patrol a lot. And so sometimes they know of encampments as well. So um, I'm working at uh, the city manager did authorize all city staff from any department to assist with the count because it's that critical um, during their work hours. So they would just uh, shift their day so that we can try and put this team, these teams together. Will the information being collected eventually be shared out with like the partner agencies that are helping with this? Yes, it becomes public information. Yeah, and they, they put this really um, great um, like infographic together that shows like the number, the raw numbers for all the cities, sheltered and unsheltered, and then some very basic limited um, demographic information. But this year, we're expecting a much more robust uh, like data package. So that'll be very helpful now that our department is trying to you know pick up steam and like actually introduce policies that can help our in-house community. Awesome, thank you. Yeah. So feel free to reach out to me. I'm deep in the pit right now, so <laughs> happy to discuss further. This will be my third time around. Last year? Uh, 400? 418. Thank you. I think it was 418. Okay, I knew it was 400. It's been there, it's supposed to happen every two years, but because of COVID, we had to postpone a year. And so now it's been <clears throat> three years? No, that can't no, be right. We missed Alameda County. We, we went in. That's not right. Did we go last year? We 22? went in 2020. We went in 22? 
We went twenty. We skipped twenty-one and we went twenty-two. Oh, that's and we're what doing the one is again this year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's. Thank. Oh. It was only last oh, January. Oh, it was only last January. <clears throat> wow. No, that can't be right because I was on leave, and it did not and, happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it was so January it was, twenty-two. So it was twenty-one. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is January of 24, so if it's every oh, two years, yes, then two January years. of 22 would be the last one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jeanette had left, and then I... I'm sorry. I'll have to look at it. <laughs> we'll I'll send it out. This up. I, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm getting confused, but I know it wasn't last year. 2022 was so like... I mean, 2021 was like the heat of like COVID, so I wouldn't imagine you guys did it in 21. Oh, like um, the beginning of 2021 was... Yeah, yeah, it was more, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, we skipped January twenty. I think it was January twenty two. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but uh, this is our third time. My third time. Um, I don't know, Mo. You have? Uh, no, I did not do the first time we did. Oh, okay. Um, that was that was an unmitigated disaster. That that first time that first we participated. One. Yeah. Was, was rough we had a count of like 79 it was yeah ridiculous under count like 200 percent and uh which was real big hit when the funding was distributed um and so obviously we've learned now like okay we this is something we have to plan for we have to recruit volunteers we got to put the teams together i mean we, the cities are really the coordinators here and uh, the first time was also paper. Now there's an app, right? It's mm -hmm. like, I think we're all, we're, you know, learning as we go. Um, but now we're even collecting more information. So, so as a volunteer, we use our own personal cell phone. Yeah, okay. personal vehicle, personal <clears throat> okay. cell phone. Um, we, I provide coffee and pastries <laughs> and support. <laughs> um, and, five in the morning. I know, I know. Um, and uh, you know, you start at that time, but you do have until ten a.m. So it will it gets better. <laughs> Any questions? I do plan on signing up. I haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, okay. that's kind that. of what it looks like. We're old. That's the old. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is the old uh, infographic, that's which the... is like super um, helpful just to you know get a snapshot of what our unhoused community uh, numbers look like for San Leandro and it shows it for all the cities oh this is great yeah, yeah. I like yeah super up. helpful yeah. because uh, and you know it's interesting because I, I was we just had a meeting today and it's like you want your numbers to be accurate mm -hmm. because they risk they correlate with funding but then if your number goes down, that's a good thing because maybe that means some unhoused folks have been housed. But then I'm also, I'm afraid that, did we capture everybody? Because now we're not going to, it's, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, there's a, yeah. Exactly. And so it's this constant conversation of like, oh, did we get everybody? Because it's so important <coughs> to, but also, okay, maybe that, you know. Anyway, this is the way it is set up for now. <laughs> So they're going to be doing a full training for the volunteers on this Countess? Yes. Uh, they have a train the trainer on January 8th. So I'm the trainer. <laughs> I get trained and then I'm going to turn around and try and 
replicate that with everybody. Well, this is the program we used the last time. It was a different one. It was a ASR, do you recall? It was a different app. How did I, I went to log in and create an account and it said, sorry, you already used that. You know, <laughs> this this platform has been used for other accounts. Is there any chance you did a different? That's outside. Oh, Is okay. That a dog? I thought it was a dog, but I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, it sounds like a dog puppy. Um, as long as it's not someone screaming. What's going on next door? Is that? Oh, it's there's kids. An, there's an event. It's cookies the with the kids. pops. Okay, yeah, yeah very uh, excited and. Uh, yeah. Very excited children. Okay. I was going to say, I did encounter a few children running. Yeah, yeah, street. yeah, that's true. Thanks for the reminder. Um, so, yeah, there's a. That's the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> that, that application I've heard has been used in other cities, but we had a different application last time. I wonder if they just imported the names from last time in oh, because when I went yeah. to create an account, that you said run into that, that? Okay. email is already oh, in use. Shoot. Use okay. another one. The imposter Moira Fry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a dozen of us in Stanley Andrew. How many people on the team? Uh, minimum two. Minimum two. I some of the census tracks. <clears throat> you're getting out of your vehicle um, because you're walking along the railroad tracks. Right. Those census tracks I reserve for our outreach team, our folks who are experienced and, you know, who know our in-house community, have relationships. So if you're a volunteer who doesn't have that experience, I'm not sending you to those census tracks. I'll probably send you to the neighborhoods, um, where you're most likely won't be walking as much. Um, like if you're in a downtown area, you may walk a little bit more, right? Um, but w I'm I'm very strategic, and I, I I'll involve the teams with selecting their tracks too. So um, at minimum two people, I suggest if you have a headlamp, that's super helpful too, um, because oh, actually this is an app, not paper anymore. So I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm readjusting myself also. Um, so yeah, you don't need a, a lamp, but you would need a lamp if you're walking. Yeah. A recommendation but yeah two people so if you know someone that you want to join your team even better because then you're already comfortable with that person yeah, you'll be I in the vehicle with them four so we can oh that's two teams yeah. i love it <laughs> you just let me know share the registration link with them mm -hmm. um and then they could even say uh, i'm with commissioner reed and then that way i can group the teams together and I can always touch base with you. I have a, a volunteer guideline like steps like register here, download the app here that I put together and I'll be sharing that. Um, I can share it with the commission also. Okay. Yeah. That's it. For okay. Now. Thank you. Yeah. Um, item seven unfinished business is uh, 7A is to continue the discussion of the Human Services Commission 2024 plan. And that is an initiative by Chairman uh, Borja. I don't feel qualified to move forward with it because he and I have not had a chance to speak. So I'd like to pin that to our next regular meeting in January. Is that acceptable? Yes. Can I take a vote on that? So, yeah. Yes, please. Take it to January. Uh, I motion to uh, 
move discussion of the commission 2024 plan to January's meeting. I second. Okay. It's it's honestly it's your oh. choice. I, sure. Can we just all say aye? Okay. Oh yes, yes, we, we could. Can yeah. we all say aye? We all agree. Aye. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank you. It's just personal style. Uh, <laughs> I noticed I didn't call you math or <laughs> That's that's not necessary. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Moving on to uh, item ten, which is commission comments. Um, shall we start with? We don't have new business for chair. Pardon? Yeah. We don't eight or nine. No. Nine no. report of the chair. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, yeah, new business. We and, have none. Yeah, and I was just going to add uh, when this special meeting was discussed. It was for the purpose of 7A, yeah. and so we, I was instructed to keep it short, so that's right. why it's yeah. short okay. agenda. Just, just made sure. We're good. Okay, yeah. thanks. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thank you. Item nine is report of the chair, and he's not here, so he'll have to report when he gets here. And then item 10 is comments. Um, Commissioner Bailey. I just wanted to say uh, thank you for all the information on the pit count. It's really helpful. I have a few folks that I'll be reaching out to to see if they can help, um, including my partner. So hopefully we'll see you there. <laughs> thank you. Um, let's see. Hi, uh, it's Commissioner Abort. Um, I the only thing I want to, which I'm sure maybe James is going to talk about and Moira are going to talk about, are the the food drive um, that the Grant Avenue Foundation completed on behalf of the San Leandro Community Food Pantry. Um, amazing job to both of you, you guys, especially you, James, for getting it done. And um, I helped our Roosevelt uh, Elementary class, and I'll go on public record announcing that they collected two thousand. 480 pounds of food. Um, the first two fifth graders, yes. Um, our winning our winning class was uh, Miss Weidner's class, third graders, and they brought in 491 wow. items, food items. Oh wow! So they're going to get a pizza party. Yay! <laughs> Very excited. Could you text me that name? I want to write them a nice letter. I will. Yes, I'm working on getting a social media package together for both of you. I just need them to approve the Get photo approve first. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll that to you. Yeah. We will, we will put it on social media too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. don't have any comments. My turn? Yes. Oh. No, we have a rock star among us. Uh, Commissioner no, Lord. She did such a great job. Those about kids are rock stars. And then, um, you know, helping <laughs> us out with the drive and helping San Leandro. I mean, really, just helping out San Diego. The total count is going to be about uh, 4,080 pounds of food wow. for the, the drive. Um, next Tuesday, we're taking uh, the food pantry and Mo up here to shopping. We're going to buy another 300 pounds of uh, frozen tilapia uh, for uh, for their Christmas program. So we did some fundraising along the way, and I was, I was able to get some funds together along with the food and everything else to, to make that work. But it was a, it was a fun day. It takes months of work to come down to that one day, and, and you know, hopefully, we're gonna we're gonna build off what you did this year, and we learned a lot from that, and we're gonna try to increase our outreach next year with maybe a barrel program. You know, with uh, we have some community partners that kind of said, "Yeah, I can do that." You know, and so I've been kind of knocking on doors and shaking the tree to 
You can make it even bigger next year. They're going for 5,000 pounds next year, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at Mo up there. She's grinning. You bet. Where are you going to put it? Uh, <laughs> if I have to rent a storage space, I will. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, past that, though, um, the, uh, it's, not, it's too bad that we didn't get to talk about the, uh, the Human Services Commission and what our role is. Um, I hope everybody will study up on that so we can have a good discussion in January. But that's it. I know I'm not a commissioner, and I normally don't speak during commission comments, but he just made me think of something that I thought we need to bring it up before I forget again. We still have a credit with Weber Meats. Um, what, could it help? your drive yes okay absolutely <laughs> okay okay great so i'll touch base with you so okay, that uh, we can get used up great that would close that by the end of the year yeah that's fine with me wow yeah. okay <laughs> so add, cool. let's add to it <laughs> okay great i'll send you an email thank you mm -hmm. and uh, all i can say is the food drive well, actually, from San Leandro Food Pantry um, perspective, the past few months have looked real meager. I mean, our shelves have been pretty bare. Uh, groceries that we usually collect recovery from have been um, tightening down their parameters uh, for two months. We got almost no bread which was amazing because we used to have so much bread, we didn't know what to do with it. But the, the canned goods were drying up and the food bank always has um, produce, but not always staple food. They'll, they'll always have either rice or pasta, but sometimes beans are gone for a while and canned goods are pretty slim. So we've had a food drive by Palin's Martial Arts, We've had a food drive by John Muir Middle School. We've had the food drive by Roosevelt, by uh, Grand Avenue Foundation. And this week, Bancroft is doing one, so we'll pick that up. And this is going to give the folks who come, we're seeing 300 families a week, and this will give them a very nice Christmas meal. Uh, in addition to that, real quick, Fremont Bank gave us a grant for $5,000. Nice. And what we do with that is buy $20 gift cards to Grocery Outlet so that people can buy food that they, you know, if we don't have it, they can buy it for themselves. If you want a turkey, get a turkey. If you'd rather have fish or whatever. Um, there were several other um, stores that we had approached about that, and, and that did not quite work out. But Grocery Outlet is the place. So, Are you looking, I'm sorry, can I ask a question? Sure. Are you looking for more businesses or, or places to partner to do a, a food drive? Moving forward, <clears throat> um, or not until next year? Not until probably March. Okay. Uh, the other thing this food pantry is about to do is become a, a USDA-sanctioned food pantry under the Emergency Food Assistance Program, which is a federal program that provides um, many more sources of protein, particularly. Um, in addition, you know, we have a difficult time sometimes with 
proteins for folks who don't eat meat. If rice and beans are put together, they do create a protein, um, but we should have access to some nuts and some different type of nut milks, things like that. Thank you. Well, thanks to everybody who helped us, and that's the sum total. And, and to our rock star over here. <laughs> uh, anybody have any other comments to me? Can I get a motion to adjourn item 11? I'll make that motion. Um, second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. I just want to, for the record, uh, motion by Commissioner Lum and seconded by Commissioner Bailey. And it passed. And meeting is adjourned at 745. 745. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.